0: you're listening to the Holistic Weight Loss Podcast. For women who are ready to discover just how easy it can be to regain control of their health and wellness, here's your host, Christina Ettore. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss Podcast. We all know stress is bad for our health, but if you're one of those people who is curious to know why stress is bad for our health, then this podcast is for you. Today we will be exploring what impact mental, emotional and physical stress has on our body and what strategies you can implement to reverse the damaging effects. We are also going to discuss the direct impact that stress has on weight gain and how to manage that too. So what happens to our body when we're stressed? Well, when we are in danger, life-threatening danger, the stress we experience sends a signal to our body which causes us to enter the flight, fight or freeze mode so we can run, fight or play dead. When in a life-threatening situation, we are able to do things that we're not normally able to do, like run really fast or lift huge amounts of weight. So how has stress become such a major issue among our society? Well, there was once a time when we would only feel stress if we perceived that our life was in danger. Now we experience stress all the time. We have deadlines that need to be met, traffic jams to deal with, family issues, work issues, relationship issues, chronic illness, chronic pain, and so much more. Worry, anxiety, intrusive thoughts, watching the news, these things all trigger an internal stress response. In fact, even over-exercising is a form of stress. So instead of the body only responding to stress when our life is in danger, it is responding to stress almost 24-7. And this is a huge problem because of the mechanism that occurs on a hormonal level. So as I mentioned earlier, when we experience stress, our nervous system activates our flight and fight response. And several hormones are released, including a hormone called cortisol, which is the one we will be focusing on today. This is a normal and necessary response, especially when we are in life-threatening danger. But the problem is, this response is being triggered all the time now. In fact, for some people, it's triggered all day and even throughout the night, especially if you you are someone who wakes up in the middle of the night worrying or overthinking. Chronic stress is one of the main factors that can lead to chronically elevated cortisol levels. And if you have chronically elevated cortisol levels, you may experience symptoms like weight gain, especially around the waist, the type of weight gain that just doesn't seem to budge. You may experience anxiety or panic attacks, digestive issues like bloating due to less digestive enzymes being produced, and you may even experience IBS-type symptoms like constipation or sluggish bowels alternating with loose bowels. Some people experience acne, especially around the chin, migraines, headaches, mood swings and depression. Chronically high levels of cortisol can also have a negative effect on your immune function. So if you find yourself sort of catching everything that's going around, it can sometimes be an issue related to stress and cortisol. So it's quite a nasty list of potential symptoms. Now, there are a lot of natural treatments that can help to bring cortisol levels back into balance. But the trouble is, a lot of women I work with, and I have also experienced this myself, when we are experiencing chronic stress and we're busy taking care of everything else and everyone else instead of ourselves, we almost don't realize the severity of the problem and we keep going and we keep pushing through until we reach the point of adrenal fatigue. And now we have a problem that we just can't ignore. Adrenal fatigue occurs when the body has been producing and releasing too much cortisol for too long and eventually the adrenal glands get burnt out. During this phase, you may experience symptoms like extreme fatigue, feeling wired but tired, needing coffee to get through the day, although it doesn't really seem like coffee is helping anymore. You may experience strong cravings for sweets, carbs and salty food, especially at around 2 to 4 p.m. and also after dinner. The weight gain at this point is getting worse, especially around the waist. And I know when I was at this point with my health, I was just feeling so overwhelmed. I ended up getting some tests done, which I will talk about in a moment. But I remember feeling so fatigued and mentally foggy that I actually had to reach out to another naturopath to help me. So the brain fog at this point is extreme. So when the body is in this fatigued state, the absolute last thing it wants to do is lose weight. Cortisol is a hormone that is part of a family of hormones called glucocorticoid hormones. These hormones function to increase blood sugar levels through a process called glucogenesis. If levels are elevated for a prolonged period of time, It can actually lead to muscle wasting and impaired immune function, plus many other things that I won't actually go into today. But let's focus for a moment on the process of glucogenesis and how this can contribute to weight gain. Glucogenesis is an important process that is designed to keep us functioning well. When blood sugar levels drop, The body can begin this process of glucogenesis, where it will begin to turn proteins and fat into glucose, so they can be used as energy. And this is actually one of the things that occurs to support weight loss in healthy, balanced people. A problem only occurs when we combine chronically elevated levels of cortisol with insulin resistance and other metabolic issues. What tends to happen is the prolonged elevated levels of cortisol cause too much glucogenesis to occur, which then causes too much insulin to be released and then excess fat is stored, especially around the waist. This is why many people with adrenal fatigue say, you know, I hardly eat anything at all, yet I'm gaining so much weight. So when cortisol is either too high or too low, it can have a negative effect on insulin levels and thyroid function which in turn makes it difficult to lose weight and once again this emphasizes why it is so important to take a holistic approach to your health so what can we do to resolve this first of all i often like to perform a hair tissue mineral analysis This test shows us exactly what minerals have been depleted, what minerals your body is struggling to utilise, and if there are any heavy metal toxicities contributing to the issue. Quite often when there is adrenal fatigue, there are also issues with thyroid health and the metabolism. There are issues with the way you metabolise carbohydrates. And yet your blood test results may be coming back as normal, but the hair tissue mineral analysis can help us to become aware of the very early signs of a potential problem. Once we receive the results, we can then prescribe specifically according to the results. We need to work on stress reduction techniques like practicing meditation or self-hypnosis. We need to support the nervous system and calm the nervous system. And I quite often like to do this with herbal medicine. And we usually need to do a mini detox off caffeine. We must change the diet. We need to make sure that you are eating small frequent meals. And if you are experiencing adrenal fatigue or adrenal exhaustion, we also need to avoid fasting. We need to make sure you are eating carbs that support weight loss, so low GI carbs and complex carbs. Sometimes a keto diet is not appropriate with adrenal fatigue, but we do need to be mindful of the amount of carbs being consumed we need to make sure your protein portion sizes are appropriate and we need to make sure your stomach acid is strong enough to break down the protein you consume. And we also need to make sure you are eating an adequate amount of healthy fat with every meal. And this is where we start, but treatment is different for everyone because everyone's symptoms are different. But the main thing we must always focus on is introducing deliberate relaxation. This means each day you must spend time doing something that helps your body and your nervous system to slow down. So that could be meditation or self-hypnosis. And I do find that these two techniques tend to be the most effective. It could be walking in nature If you have the time and the desire to do so, it could be taking a bath or getting a relaxing massage. But whatever you choose, make sure it's something that you really enjoy and make sure it's something that you do daily. When I'm working with someone to resolve these issues, I do like to check in every two to four weeks because I want to make sure some of these symptoms are improving immediately. Resolving adrenal fatigue is at times complicated and it can also take a bit of time. So I want to make sure that we are on the right track and we know we're on the right track when symptoms start to change and improve. For me personally, I noticed my symptoms improving within a few weeks, but it took months for them to disappear. Then we got hit with this whole epidemic. And my stress levels increased again and I noticed some of the symptoms coming back, but I felt grateful because I already had the tools I needed to make sure I could keep things under control. So if you are tired of feeling tired, if you are fed up with carrying around that extra bit of weight that just won't seem to budge, and if you are just feeling overall frustrated with your health, reach out and contact me. There is so much we can do. This treatment and the hair tissue mineral analysis can be performed by you in your home, which means you don't need to come into the clinic to get started. I offer phone consultations, FaceTime consultations and other options too. And I also see clients in clinic if you're living in Adelaide and would like to see me there. You can visit my website, renewhealththerapies.com.au for more information. Thank you for listening today and I will speak to you again soon.